The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Angels, we all have them. They're our unseen guides, our companions, our teachers, and they're all around us. Sometimes... They make themselves known in the most miraculous ways. Join Angel Communicator, Reiki Master, and QHHT hypnotherapist Christy Clemens Hoffman for stories from real people who have experienced real life angel encounters. Hi, this is Christy. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to give you a trigger warning because a couple of the stories in this episode do have discussions of mental illness, thoughts of self-harm, and thoughts of suicide. And I wanted to let you know if you or anyone you love are dealing with this, there is help. You can text the crisis text line, and to do that, text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. That is HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. There's also the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That number is 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-TALK. And that's it. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to Real Life Angel Encounters. In this episode, I am doing something a little bit different. And doesn't it seem like I say that every episode? Well, in this episode, I will be reading some of the emails that I have received from listeners like you. The first one up is from Jessica. She says, Hello, Miss Christie. I actually have two very important stories that I think I should share, especially for people struggling with mental illness. I was diagnosed with bipolar one disorder and anxiety and ADHD when I was about 20 years old. I'm now getting closer to 40 years old, so it's time I get these stories out. Here we go. First, St. Margarita of Cortona story. In 1993, I was preparing for my confirmation. I was almost 10 when I had a dream that later in life saved me from committing suicide countless times. To summarize, in the dream, I was playing outside with my sister and looked down the street. In the distance, I see an angel that was literally radiant, a soft glow around her, halo wings, long white robe with some light blue garments, hands in a prayer position. She was 50 feet tall or more. She was standing next to a two-story home, so I could judge height. 
It was more than glorious. The pure, unconditional love I felt for she had for me was indescribable. I just had to get to her. I float down the road trying to get to her. The closer I got, she began fading away. Before she was completely gone, I said, wait, who are you? What's your name? She said softly in an accent I didn't know, Margarita. She was gone and I sat right up in bed, ran downstairs to my mom around 5 a.m., completely sobbing and in tears. I was crying so hard I could barely speak. My mom hugged me and asked me what was wrong and did I have a bad dream? Through streaming tears, I told her the dream and the love I felt from this angel. I felt she truly must be my guardian angel. I asked my mom and CCD teachers if there was a St. Margarita, but they only knew of a St. Margaret. No internet back then. My confirmation name was Margaret, although I always insisted this was a saint and her name was clearly Margarita. From 13 to 20 years old, I had to suffer and fight off wanting to end my life. I prayed to God to make it end. The countless ups and downs of bipolar disorder was killing me. I begged, I pleaded, I cursed at him and questioned his existence, then cried because I was so sorry and hated myself for doing that and doubting his existence. I hated myself when I would hurt myself. I begged my guardian angel and God and Jesus for help. I hid it all from everyone. I didn't understand why people weren't seeing the same things I was seeing. Why was I seeing things that weren't there? Hallucinations. It was torture. What kept me from ending my life was one thing only. I wanted to go where Margarita was. I wouldn't get there if I ended my life. I had to get where she went. About six years ago, I overheard on TV that there was a group of Russian astronauts who saw angels in outer space outside of the space station. What caught my attention was that they said they were large, around 70 feet tall or so. Huh? That's strange. My angel was big too. Time to Google. St. Margarita. Lo and behold, she does exist. St. Margarita of Cortona one of the patron saints against mental illness and against insanity. Just wow. Oddly enough, her feast day is February 22nd, my favorite day of the year, 2-22. My favorite number has always been 22. Next year, I need to celebrate 2 22 Okay, this was apparently sent in quite some time ago because we did have 2.22.02. So, yeah, this story is remarkable on so many levels. First of all, angels have been described as being extremely huge. Second of all, all of the synchronicities that abound, finding the actual a saint named St. Margarita and having um, her feast day be a day that was special to this caller, to Jessica. Um, Jessica's middle name or her confirmation name rather is Margaret, which is also like St. Margarita. But 
what I really like to point out from this story is that if you are struggling with thoughts of suicide, then I would hope that you can get some help. Call the suicide hotline. And that number is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. You can also text HOME to 741-741. If you are struggling with thoughts of harming yourself, thoughts of suicide, know that you are loved and that you've got a whole team of angels around you wanting to spur you on to getting better and feeling happier and feeling love. So the second story from Jessica is Pizza Man. My second year of college at Clemson around March 2003 and life seemed impossible and I would beg for God to just end my life. One night I was studying and needed a cigarette break. I go outside the dorms and as I'm about to light up, I see a pizza man with probably seven boxes of pizza approach. So I ran up the steps to get the door for him. I might've said, here, let me get this for you. He smiled and thanked me. He was inside calling the people to tell them their pizza was in the lobby while I was smoking my cigarette. I was almost finished when he came down the steps then and said, thanks again. I think I said, not a problem, have a good night. He was almost 10 feet past me, then turned around, looked at me and said, he does hear you, you know, he is listening. All he needs you to do is keep being patient because you will be okay soon enough. Be patient, he hears you. I responded, thank you so much. You have no idea how much I needed to know that, thank you. And he went on his way. I sat there realizing the gravity of what just happened. Looking up at the stars, I smiled and said, thank you, God, thank you. I went through hell for six more months until I couldn't hide the torture any longer. I called my parents and told them, I think something is terribly wrong with me and I need help. I need to come home. I'm from Pittsburgh. I got my bipolar one diagnosis with major depressive episodes, anxiety, and ADHD. Finally, I was getting out of my hell. I wrote a prayer inspired by this shortly after my encounter. I actually have at least four other times in which God or my guardian angel has intervened in major ways in my life directly. They're in your face and very obvious and shouldn't be discounted as just coincidence. I would be happy to share those other stories with you if you are interested. Yes, I am interested. I think all of us are interested. And I just want to stress again that if you are dealing with mental health issues, it does get better. It really does. You've got an unending stream of support around you and that there are places you can call, such as the Suicide Prevention hotline. And I gave the number earlier. And uh, there's also a text number that you can text to. But there are many people who would love to help you out. This isn't exactly an email. Well, okay, no, it's not an email at all. However, it's a really cool story that um, I wanted to share with you that happened in my home state of Missouri. 
and it was outside of St. Louis, actually. Now, this was many years ago, and they've been calling it the Highway 19 Miracle, and it occurred just about two hours outside of St. Louis. And the story goes, and this is, I, I should say, this is according to RiverfrontTimes.com. Story goes that a girl named Katie was driving on Highway 19 and got hit head on by another car. And if you see if the if you see the picture from uh, RiverfrontTimes.com of the car, it's amazing she even survived. But firefighters and police came to try to get her out, and they were working frantically trying to get her out. And she suddenly asked everybody to pray with her because she was not doing well, as you can imagine. And that's when a priest showed up. Now, Eastern Missouri is pretty darn Catholic. We've got, you know, St. Louis, St. Charles. Uh, there's a lot of Catholic churches and parishes along that area. And a priest showed up. So um, that's not that unusual, but that he just showed up when she asked others to pray with her. That's kind of interesting. He prayed and told her she would be okay. And he prayed uh, over the car, over the firefighters, over Katie. And then when he was done, he said, your tools will work now. And they did. They got her out. Now, Katie still had a long way to go. She had lengthy surgery, et cetera, et cetera. But after the accident and getting her out of the car, she wanted to thank the priest and he was nowhere to be found. So what do you think? Interesting story, huh? And yeah, there has been a story come out since then that they may have identified the priest, but I still like to think that he was an angel that came to help for a specific moment in time. And next, we have a short story from a listener in London, the UK. This is our first foreign listener story, and I'm really excited to have it and hopefully have more in the near future. This comes from Sergen Youssef, and I do apologize for the way I pronounced your name. I'm sure it's nothing close to right. So here it goes. In 1998, while under hypnotherapy, something quite extraordinary and unexpected happened to me. A being of golden light put me through an initiation ceremony. It gave me a silver chalice and poured a red liquid into it. I drank from the chalice and poured the remaining liquid over my head when I felt my whole body being cleansed beyond belief. It then showed me a black box and inside is a Ecosahedron gemstone, and I'm sure I butchered that name as well. It was flashing rainbow colors, then a small quartz crystal came to my forehead and then came to rest on top of my head when a violet and purple ray of light came out of the crystal, lifting me up high above planet Earth, where I see a beautiful rainbow. The whole experience was in high definition crystal clear clarity, and all my physical movements were guided telepathically in the being of golden light. For a whole week after this experience, I had what can only be described as a vortex of electromagnetic fluid spiraling out of my forehead. Oh my goodness. As a hypnotist myself, I can tell you that this is not uncommon to have something this magical and transformative happen during a session. It was um, 
Wow. It sounds like it was really a great session. And finally, we have a story sent in from JJ from my other home state of Idaho. I have lots of family members up in northern Idaho. In fact, this takes place um, in a small town called Rathdrum in Idaho. I've been through it many times. Anyway, JJ says, it was my ninth birthday. I lived in a sort of rural town in Idaho called Rathdrum. Yes, I know that very well. Anyway, I invited about seven of my friends over to my house and had a casual birthday party. It was around 7 p.m. and it started getting dark and near the time that everyone needed to go back to their houses. We came, became pretty bored, so I decided to go outside and play follow the leader and maybe scare my friends with my stepbrother. All seven of us began walking around the house stealthily with me in the lead of everyone. Then once we walked almost all the way around the back of the house to go to the front of the house, I looked over to the barn behind our house near the forest, and there was a massive white entity that looked very surreal and was hovering above the ground next to a light and was just swaying its body around. And it had like white particles attached to the ends of each part of the body that would sort of float off of it or evaporate away. And it seemed to be wearing some sort of cloak thing with something covering its face. Everything on this entity, which I believe to be an angel, was the same color, just in a variety of brightnesses and seemed not to be solid. All of us kids being immature and unaware of a lot of stuff became very scared and alert and ran away. I still think about that day very much and really wish I had communicated with it or let it speak to me and didn't run away because that's something I believe could affect my life greatly if I had. This probably sounds fake and I know I can't tell you anything not to, not, not to doubt me, but this is real, very real. Oh, JJ, I believe you. You know, that's not a crazy story. At least in my book, it's not a crazy story. And if you have listened to any of the other stories in this podcast, we're up to, I believe, episode 20 now, then you'll know that really it's not unbelievable. Anything that we would experience with angels in the angelic realm, even with our loved ones and synchronicities, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. Everything that we can imagine and even things that we can't imagine are all real. So please. Do tell your friends, tell your coworkers, your neighbors about this podcast and join our pyramid scheme. I would love for you to spread the word and get other people to listen, and maybe they will send in their own stories. So please send your stories to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening or follow if that's what your platform asks. And please rate and review. You know, it sounds like a really small thing, but it helps others find us. And then maybe we'll get even more stories from listeners just like you. Thank you. A special thank you to James Wheeler for the original music and Cassandra Harold for the voiceovers. Please subscribe and follow wherever you're listening now. And be sure to tell your friends. 
The more people know about this podcast, the more great story submissions we get. Submit your own real-life angel encounters to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Want to know what your angels and loved ones have to tell you? Schedule an appointment with Christy at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.